The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. Hour number two, 713-780-ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776. Or get us on The Blitz Facebook page. Find The Blitz, click like, you're good to go. There's also Twitter at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R, at A.J. is the real, at Aaron is Blitz. Um, yeah, there's text line, there's Twitch. Is Twitch down to like 40 people now? No, no, it's still 350. Half over? It's still 350. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So you can see it right there. Party's over. They're like, oh, yeah. everybody's out of Everybody's just, just these jokers again. Yeah. We're out of here. I think they should probably stick around to see how long before I, I fall on the floor here. I think there's a good chance of that. <laughs> I, I am physically ill. That, really? That that pizza beer? Oh, it was bad? Yeah. So, where do we go from here? <laughs> I, got, I got nothing. <laughs> uh, asymmetric wrist says, nice shirt, AJ. I need that. That's uh, This is the John Clay Wolf show that says, average, rough, or clean. Fred yeah, has the same I have the one, same shirt. Yeah. The exact same shirt. Fred has the size that Nick thinks I should be wearing. Uh, and, and I have the size that I normally wear, and I should like to show off my bosoms. So uh, it is what it is. But uh, great time. Glad that everybody could make it in for the final happy hour. I had a blast. It's good to see everybody again one last time. Uh, hopefully no one gets the Rona. I mean, and if they do, guess whose fault it isn't? Mine. I'm it's praying Fred's laptop doesn't like, it's, it's die. fine. It's fine. It appears to be fine. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the only thing was there was a... A big pool of Aaron spit right on the keyboard. Ugh. Yeah, I said I was sorry. What do you have to say for yourself, Aaron? <laughs> That's like, okay. It, like, it's okay. Uh, it's just I, it, at that second, I thought, oh, did my laptop. Do you feel dead. ashamed? Oh, a hundred percent. You know, everybody kept giving me crap on Twitch uh, because I did this. So shame. I mean, that is embarrassing. I've got to say. That's for shame. me. Uh, my wife texted me and said that she's already started a. Uh, a profile on Tinder, so I can't you know, say that I blame. Her. I, I don't blame her either. Steel Curtain mm. say AJ has become backwards hat guy. Cowherd would disappear. You've been backwards hat guy for a while. The, just the last couple days, specifically. Yeah, people on Twitch the other day said, "Oh, look, AJ try, is trying. You want to be AJ? AJ's now trying to be you because he's worth the backwards hat." I was like, Why? Did it? Not. Do, I'm do not the only Aaron one who wears the backwards, the backwards hat. hat. No, I'm not. I mean, that, that's not new. I just haven't I haven't gone backwards hat in a while. So I went backwards hat the last couple days. Big deal. Tired of the judgment from Twitch. Uh, a lot of people saying Claire's boobies would have gotten the viewer number over 1,000. I also think it would have gotten us banned from Twitch. Oh, yeah, yeah, we would have been. 100%. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, we got really lucky. Not that you care, AJ. But we got really lucky yeah, that's that it thing. landed on Trey, is all I can say. is We got really lucky that the, the wheel landed on Trey for that. So... Uh, it could have been, I mean, it, you're right. It could have gotten us banned and that would have been a disaster and we would have been banned for 24 hours. Guess what? That would have been the weekend, but big deal. Oh, you can't watch, can't watch our Saturday shows. Okay. It would have been fine for money line on Sunday. Yeah. We'll be back. By the way, Sunday. tune in me, Josh and Jerry. The show's back huh? It's yeah. been after a, a little hiatus. Yep. Uh, Josh Jordan, Jerry bow will be back in here. So that's nice. That's a, that's a good show, man. Those guys do a great job. Uh, OG from H Town says uh, backwards hat equals midlife crisis. That's true. I am. I mean, listen. I'm moving to Las Vegas. What? Nothing says midlife crisis like 
quitting a good job and moving to Las Vegas. Uh, it, mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. I'm. That's what I'm doing. So mm-hmm. that's got to be a midlife crisis, right? Uh, well, you're midlife. I mean, I, I think 80 is probably the limit for you. So, uh, yeah. And, and BS Flea says uh, Romo hat is Aaron's thing. Get your own thing, AJ. I've got news for you guys. I was wearing a backwards hat before Aaron was born. Before he was born into this world, I wore a backwards hat. All right? I don't want to hear it. That's fair, because you were eight when I was born? Yeah. Yeah. I've been wearing them since I was two. Yeah, and you, but- know who, you know who my, who my biggest idol was at age eight? It was a, a fella named Bart Simpson. That's who it was. Mine too. <laughs> when I was, was the same age. <laughs> uh, a lot of people saying... Funny, who- funny enough, he was your idol when you were eight. He was my idol when I was eight. He's still eight. He was the same age. <laughs> yeah. He's still eight. <laughs> well, a lot of people saying, who is the replacement? We still have no idea. Does it really matter? Whoever it is, is probably not going to have people doing a double shots of Malort. Uh, who, so one thing we can agree on, whoever replaces me is not going to be as fun as me. That's what we know. We all agree. Anyone who disagrees... I hope you die in a fire. If you if you call this fun, then yeah, yeah fun. Then, then I agree one hundred percent. You didn't have to drink the pickle beer. No, but I mean, the, the, listen, that that pizza beer was just as vile, just as vile. Yes, I, I had to drink the pickle beer last time. You didn't drink the Bloody Mary. Yeah, but beer, you know, I, it can't be as bad as just a pure pickle. No one, you just poured this out of the can, right, Nick? No one put their mouth on that beer. I'm gonna I'm gonna taste this Bloody Mary pickle beer. Oh boy, oh, it smells so awful. <laughs> Just you want to split it? Oh, you want some of it? I, I kind of actually want to taste it. I've got a cup in here. I'll bring it in. All right, bring the cup. You know, I put just a little tiny bit. Here, just give him the can. I'm going to... Yeah. I'm taking that much. Mm. Oh, it really does smell awful. Was this in the shot that I took? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, that's I've, that's, I've already had it. Yeah. And, like my, my stomach doesn't feel great, to be honest, but that's the game. Yeah, I don't feel good at all <laughs> no wonder trey almost threw up uh he did no he up. did that throw is up. vile he did throw up i hate bloody marys as it is i don't like bloody marys or pickles that's a that's a really awful tasting thing that's my own fault uh, yeah you you that was kind of self-inflicted nobody was forcing <sighs> you uh. i'm doing the same thing in here yep clint sterner actually is a, a candidate to replace me just so you guys know Hey, Bubba, let me tell you what, coming across town, I did it once before, you know, I, they said, hey, Bub, you, you want, I got, I had that star on my hat, y'all remember, I, I don't like to brag, I was a starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, and then, you know, just right around the corner, they were like the Edmonton Eskimos called, and they said, hey, Clint, you want to play for the Edmonton Eskimos instead of the Dallas Cowboys, and I said, hell yeah, Bubba, let's do it, and I went across town. And now you're an elk. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. The, I mean, what a travesty that the Edmonton Eskimos had to change their name. And now the Cleveland Guardians. You know who my who uh, the, the biggest Cleveland Indians fan I know is my nine-year-old son. My nine-year-old son is a big fan of the movie Major League. Uh, as a lot of you know, he had a a very uh, a very nice mullet going, like it was flowing and it was disgusting looking. His mom hated it, and then he watched the movie Major League about four times in two days, 
and he said, I want the Rick Vaughn haircut. So he got like the, uh, the almost like the lightning bolts on the back of his, he cut off his mullet to get it. After about two days of it, he said, I want my mullet back. He, <laughs> he didn't like it as much. He wanted it. So he's been growing his mullet out since, but he did cut his mullet off to get the Rick Vaughn haircut. But he walks around in a, uh, he's got an old school actual, like with the, with the, uh, the chief Wahoo on it. Because my older son, when he was like probably seven, one of his uh, one of his his baseball teams he was on was the Indians, and they had those hats. So he stole that hat from his older brother, and he wears that hat every single day. When I tell him that the Cleveland Indians will now be the Cleveland Guardians, I don't think he's going to be a fan of that team anymore. Mm. I don't want to be is, a fan uh, of that team. Is Star Lord the new mascot? Uh, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. It's a terrible name, though. Because that would be kind of badass. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that hurts so bad. Oh, boy. That hurt in my chest. Yeah. <sighs> anyway. I think we need a break. <laughs> well, we just talked some sports news. Did we? Yeah, that was a big deal. Somebody said you, you could talk about the SEC rejecting UT and OU. I got bad news for you. I, yeah, I got some news for you. Uh, oh, we, we're going to get into that next. Yeah, and uh, I talked to a couple people today. I'm sure you did too. Uh, we have things to report. How about that? We're reporters. Suck it, Mark Berman. We got we got a scoop. Quick break. It's a blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. Listening to the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You are listening to the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. I've been trying to tell people everybody wants to play in the SEC, man. And if uh, you can attract a couple of, of really good schools to come play, that's great. Uh, I immediately called my athletic director and Jim and told him that uh, if the commissioner changes and adds two games to our schedule, I think we all understand that Mark Womack is going to put both Texas and OU on the zoo schedule moving forward. So we're ready for any challenge that uh, is thrown at us. And we're back. Who was that, Aaron? That was the president of Mizzou. Oh. I don't remember his first name. Drinkwitz. He, he sounds a little Mark. like. Uh, well, he sounds a little bit like Clint Sterner. Hey, man, <laughs> we're happy to have him. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, the. Well, go ahead. Go ahead with what you have first, and then I have a few things to tack onto it. I, I just don't. I, I'll say this. I, I think that what we were talking about yesterday, the. The whole the whole idea of Texas and OU to the SEC makes sense for almost everybody. It makes sense for Texas certainly. It makes sense for Oklahoma. They're kind of cutting some some fat. The fact that I'm seeing now, it looks like it's going to be a thirteen to one vote. Yeah, and the also the fact that apparently Texas A and M was just left in the dark on this whole thing until. It was announced. Yeah, that's Oof. that's one of the things I was told today was that you know this has been in the works for months, and the only reason it leaked now is because A and M just found out about it. 
and they leaked it. Um, which it, it's pretty obvious if you look at the media members who broke the story, they're Aggies or, yeah. or they've covered the Aggies. And, you know, I, and I think it, I'm, I'm going to do some like next level conspiracy stuff. I think A&M, once they found out, leaked it in hopes that, you know, for some reason there would be a negative reaction, A, and then B, so that they could make it look like they're all angry about it and say, oh, we don't want this, and we'll be the one dissenting vote. And, you know, once Texas gets there, great, the rivalry's back on. Right. So, yeah, I mean, it it is, although I think it kind of backfires a little because it makes A&M look like they have absolutely no say, which they don't. They don't. And, you know, this whole gentleman's agreement thing, that that's the worst. And, and, and listen, I have a lot of respect for A&M. I have a lot of respect for the university, the people, the alums. I think they have a great football program. But trying to say a dead man made a handshake agreement with you, pretty bleeping weak, guys. Not good. No, no. And I, I said this yesterday, and I stand by it. I mean, is A&M going to say it's either them or us? I got news for you, A and M. The fact that they yeah. left, the fact that they left you in the uh, in the dark this whole time, kind of lets you know the, where you stand. But there is no them or us. That, that's, that's there's no way. No, that's ridiculous. What's A and M going to do? Go back to the Big Twelve? No, no. no. They they're going to eventually. I mean, they're going to suck it up and they're going to. And I, if I'm A and M, I'll tell you how I would have handled it. I'm I'm releasing a statement that says, you know. We, uh, we would have loved to have continued to have been the only Texas school in the SAC, but we welcome the competition, and we look forward to kicking their ass again on Thanksgiving Day every year. That's what I would have done. Yeah. Well, a- and, and you know what? All that does is stir stuff up more in a good way. But I want to pose this question to both of you guys because Jimbo Fisher is like a Nick Saban, like a Dabo Sweeney. He's, those coaches are alpha males. They are type A personalities that – Anything you put in my way, I'm just going to steamroll anyways. I don't care. Even if they know they're going to lose a but, fight. They, you know, but but this is my question. Who was the one at A&M getting pissed? Because it's not Jimbo it's not Fisher. Jimbo Fisher. No, it's, it's not Jimbo Fisher. It's not uh, It's A&M fans, and it's the AD. Well, I'll... I'll, I'll but is he, wait, let me throw another important group in there. It's some of their high-dollar donors who are why? fans. I don't know. I don't know. I would be for it I, if I were an Aggie, but I'm not an Aggie. I feel like coaches and even the AD would go, yeah, cool. And it's the president who goes, no, we can't do that anymore. But that's just my – because the AD has got to have that same attitude of the coaches of, we're going to beat anybody you put in front of us. We've heard him. We'd love to be the only school from Texas uh, in the SEC. But again, he he answers to a a much higher power. How much is that – What, Jesus? But here's the deal. Like, the the president, I mean, I don't know why he'd be upset. All it means is more money for his school – uh, at the end of the day, uh, it seems like that's it, he would be for it. But either way, and, and it, honestly, I'm going to tell you this right now: the best thing for Aggie to do when the vote is held is to vote yes, yeah, and make it 14 nothing because otherwise, you look silly and, and petty, and and, and, yeah. and you you should be better than that. You really should. And, and the other thing is, um, somebody says. Um, that uh, I'm for it as long as uh, the SEC controls UT's bullcrap. Yeah, UT, bull UT, UT and Oklahoma run the Big 12. We've talked about that. 
Everybody else is is not even little brothers. They're they're baby birds with their mouth open. Well, we've talked about the Big Twelve having a non equal revenue split. Right, uh, and, and that won't happen in the SEC. No, they're not. They're not going to control the SEC. And Texas and Oklahoma said, "Okay, we're willing to give up our big piece of pie of the Big Twelve to take an equal share of pie as everyone else in the SEC." It sounds like they're that's controlling their what you would call bull bleep. Well, in in the end, it doesn't even matter. I, you know, tried so hard and come so far, and in the end, it doesn't even matter. I had to fall to lose it all, but in the end, it doesn't even matter. One thing, never mind. I think this has got to stop. This is the second time this week we've got on that uh, on that song. But no, I mean, I I, I think. You know, the whole idea that Texas controls everything, uh, I, I don't think is that far-fetched. But they won't in the SEC. They're going to be part of it. So all the stuff about why, if you hate them because they're controlling the Big 12 or because they said which school gets in and which school doesn't, they're not going to have that kind of power in the SEC. But you know what? The This is like when all the little Transformers came together and made one big Transformer. They're gonna be part of a big ass transformer. Like when they now. connect, like Voltron. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. You may you may be getting your cartoons mixed up, but they come together like Voltron and they yeah. become Mega Voltron. The Power Rangers also did that. If you guys, for you younger generation, like you know what this this what is, do they call okay. that when the Power Rangers all connected? Megazord. Megazord. That's mm. right. That's right. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna throw another thing out here. This this is like such an old school reference that you'll have to be at least my age to get. It'll be like Ultraman. When he pushed the little button I've and turned into Ultraman. Ultra, Ultraman's a made-up person. No, look him up. Look him up. Made-up person. He was a Japanese guy, and he'd push this little button and turn into a gigantic dude. That's what just happened. When I was in about eighth grade, I was almost certain that I was going to marry the Pink Power Ranger when I got older. I did hook up Amy with her. Amy Joe Johnson. Did hook up with her. I still have feelings for her. She's hmm. on Cameo. Is you want to get really? her to uh, sing the Gem of the Day song? No, because I'm leaving. I won't hear it every day. Should Okay. I was thinking about getting you a going away present. Should I just get her a get her to record a going away just goodbye get her. video? No, just get her. No, I can't do that. Just get her. Yeah, yeah that's out of my price. My range. wife's out of town. Is she still hot? Yeah, man, she was. She was. Mm. Uh, she was something. It's, but it's funny because back then um, I was more into skinny chicks. I, I'm not really into skinny chicks these days. It's not my thing. I like. A, I like a girl who's healthy, thick. Uh, but she still is a very pretty, pretty gal. Or at least she was a very pretty gal. I haven't seen her in a long time. I would imagine she held up pretty well. She did. She. Married? I mean, you can just Google Amy. Is jo she Johnson. married? Uh, I think so. Hundred bucks on cameo. Uh, did she marry the uh, she the red, the red Power Ranger? I hope not. I don't think so. Or the Black Power Ranger, Tommy. I think. Okay. Don't if it was red, I think it, she married a nobody. If it was red, would their kids be orange? No, that's just the that's the cost. Or red chartreuse. And pink, red and pink don't make orange. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't know. <laughs> that's red and yellow. Oh, okay. Uh, was the yellow one a guy too? No, the yellow one was the other girl. Okay, so they probably got together and made an orange baby. They could have. She married a guy who is the CEO of something called Adracare. Oh, that sounds like a money maker. Mm. Is that like a pharmaceuticals company? I have no idea. That dude's low. His name is Olivier Geiner. Yeah. Olivier is kind of a cool name. What? I like Olivier. I could be Olivier Fowler. was one of my trainers when I was a soccer player. I would never want to be named Olivier. I think that's a cool name. 
Yeah. You, you, you like, don't have to go through life named Fred, all right? So like, maybe some other names seem appealing. If you like getting beat up at school, Olivier's a great name. <laughs> well, guess what I don't do? Go to school. I'll be fine. Educare is a clinic and practice management software system. Who do you think had it worse growing up? Fred? Like, Because on the first day of school, they always say your name. And my name was my name my name is Arthur, and I always had to say it's AJ, and then inevitably a substitute teacher would come and she would say Arthur, and so what's worse, Fred, Arthur, or Megdy? Who do you think had it worse at school? <laughs> Megdy, did you have to tell people it's Nick? I go by Nick, or did you go? To, you back then you just went by Megdy, huh? Oh, so, man, hmm. wow. Well, at least I mean, I don't know. At least for Nick, it's it's like Nick comes from a different culture. I mean, even Fred, Fred's dad comes from a different culture. I mean, I don't know what culture he came from that would name him Fred. Well, te- technically, <laughs> before before his dad was in the United States, he was Fareed. Okay, that, that's why my that's why my new name when I'm I'm lying to people about who I am is Fareed Al Sakur. Okay, a- 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 yeah, Nick knows what that means. <laughs> uh which, my which, my if, family's if you, American, but if you speak Arabic, you'll and they're just like you'll Arthur. be able to know who I am. So like I, when I'm really famous, like after I finish like eighth in the World Series of Poker this year, and I'm like really famous. Why when you I finish eighth? Because you know what? Because I have I, I I dream about this. I have dreams that I I'm at the final table, and it, it it it's a recurring dream. And every time I get there, I either finish eighth or I finish third, which is weird, right? Because, you know, you dream of winning the thing. Yeah. Theoretically. But, yeah, it's, it's every time I have the dream, I'm either eighth or third. And some, some guy from Norway wins. Every time. So if I ever get to a final table and there's a dude from Norway, I'm going to put a hit on that guy. Just so you know. A lot of people believe in Ultraman. Yeah, man, I'm telling you. Look him I up. I don't know if I do. Oh, God, it was... It was uh, when I don't I, know if that's a real thing. No, when I, when I was a kid, that was like... Uh, that was, and I mean, I'm talking like really young, like five or six. Mega, so. Mega Blast, tell me where Bevo touched you. Point to it on this picture where <laughs> where Bevo touched you with his horn. <laughs> God, oh. it, it, like sad, sad Aggie fan. Oh, it's embarrassing. This, I, this is embarrassing for Aggie fan. I get it because like. It wasn't embarrassing until it was basically brought out that yeah, you, the SEC had this big conversation and didn't tell A&M anything. Someone called into John's show and said, A&M has to feel like the fat girl who got used to get to their hot friend. Like, <laughs> like they brought A&M in and they were like, oh yeah, you're sweet, you're special. You got a great and personality. Then, and all they did was use <laughs> A&M to get to their sexier friends. Oh, mm. that's rough. That is rough. Mm. All right. <laughs> Let's take a break. It's some blitz on ESPN 
is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. I would love to get some calls from Aggie fan and Longhorn fan and maybe even OU fan. Yeah, we got we got all of those that listen I, to the show. I'm curious how each fan base is taking this because Look, I, and I, 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 I really what I don't care about Texas and OU fan. I really want to hear how A and M fan feels not about Texas and OU coming to the to the SEC. I want to know if they're salty that the SEC basically lied to them. Yeah, yeah, because and it it did make them look bad. It's Im- that's because the embarrassing because they, they start leaking all this stuff about how oh no we have this agreement where these teams will vote with us. It's like no, all the other teams have already agreed, including Missouri. Well, yeah, <laughs> we had this agreement with him, but then it was like, well, this could add twenty million dollars per year to your TV deal per school. Here, here's well, what I, here's what I'd like to hear from. I'd like to hear from Aggie fan that hates it or Aggie fan that loves it because I've seen a, I got to say probably sixty forty split of a And M fan who actually likes it. To dislikes it based on what I've seen from our listeners. Now I'm not going to just do general Twitter because that you know the the angry ones are always the louder ones. Sure, but I think it's about sixty forty among our Aggie listeners that they like it. My they, wife's a diehard and loves it. She's um, a diehard Aggie. Yep, and she's Six excited years. about it. Oh yeah, it took her by surprise when I texted her when the news broke, but she's thoroughly excited because she wants to play UT again. And that's the other thing, and and I, I certainly know I get that appeal for, um, for Texas and OU. They're replacing games like TCU and Kansas and Iowa State on their schedule with on a on a bad week with Ole Miss or Mississippi State or Auburn or something like that. And, and Arkansas is a regular one again. Yeah, uh, which, which is great for Texas. Yeah, and it's great for Arkansas, and it's great for the sure. SEC. I, I mean, to me, this is a win-win-win for everybody. I'm more interested in what happens next. and Well, see, I'm more interested in the, the lie. That, that basically, or at least what A&M fan or A&M brass thinks is a lie that was told to them. I, I don't think they... I, honestly, from what I said, they didn't lie. They just didn't tell them until they made sure they had all their ducks in a row. And, and you know what? But the fact that they would talk to the other thirteen institutions and then tell them once it's settled. Well, but let me, let me ask you this: um, I hate to break it to you, you're still the newcomer. You guys are still new. You didn't found the SEC. You're not the. You're lucky you're there, and you've brought a lot of attention to it and done a great job. You got a Heisman winner. But when did that make you the most powerful school in the conference? Right. Because that's what you'd have to be to stop it. And, you know, I I kind of think LSU, Alabama, Florida, Tennessee, the schools have a little more say. And they yeah. should. And, yeah, you've done a great job of ingratiating Charter yourself. members <laughs> of the Southeastern Conference. Now, we let that South Carolina in. I believe that was a mistake, sir. <laughs> so, and, and Total Dallas brings up a good point. If you're an angry Aggie fan... um. The side benefit could be pushing Alabama to the east. I don't think that's going to happen. I, I don't know, man. I think that makes the most sense. Bring Missouri back to the west, move Alabama-Auburn to the east, because um, and then so you'd have the Mississippi schools, LSU, Texas, OU, Missouri, Aggie on one side, and Arkansas. 
But I'm, I think it makes more sense to move Missouri and Arkansas because they'd rather do that than break up the LSU-Bama rivalry. Uh, you know, I, I think uh, – I don't know. I, I think they would be, uh, they'd be okay with that because there's a good chance those teams are – now you're playing in a championship game. Yeah. And I, I think uh, – and there's also talk of the, the pod thing, and I heard that on the – now, I pay attention to it if it's on the SEC network because somebody from the SEC is feeding it to them. But the idea of 14 pods – Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, where I, I don't remember exactly what it was. Do you have Do you have that, Aaron? Because I think it was Texas, Texas OU Arkansas Missouri in one pod, if I remember right, and then it would be Aggie LSU Mississippi schools in a pod. Texas OU Missouri and A and M or Texas. No, OU, no, no. It'd be Arkansas. Arkansas. Yeah, they, and that way A and M and Texas aren't in the same pod. It's a free throw for Texas and, and Oklahoma, but. Um, oh, I would I would have thought they would want Texas and Texas A&M in the same pod. Okay. Yeah. That's pod it. A would be Florida, Georgia, Kentucky, South Carolina. Okay, that's a good one. Florida, pod Georgia. B, you have Alabama, Auburn, Tennessee, Vanderbilt. Okay. C, you have LSU, Alabama, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, and Texas A&M. So that would be that would be the most competitive one if you ask me. And D, you have Arkansas, Missouri, OU and Texas. Okay. Okay. I'm for all of it. I I, I just want to see good football games. And, and honestly, A and M should be happy that they're. They, I mean, A and M fans should be happy that they're going to play Texas and Oklahoma again. Those are big games. Well, and, and think. I mean, think about this. You know, like to me, Aggie Mississippi is interesting. Aggie Mississippi State's interesting. Mississippi State Arkansas not so interesting. Well, guess what? Now you're going to get a lot more Oklahoma Mississippi's. And in addition to the to the high profile games. I, I love it. And Razor says SEC insiders are saying no way AM did not know. It just not go beyond the president chancellor level. They knew, they just knew after everybody else. And because there was a lot of thought within the SEC that uh AM would be against it. And yeah. So they and so yeah, they knew, but they knew fairly late in the game and when they did that's when it got leaked let's uh let's go to john he's gonna weigh in what's up how's it going guys uh big big aggie fan i'm ecstatic about this um i am i I don't i don't see a downside to this because they struggle with Kansas and Iowa State, they're going to struggle with Arkansas, and we'll whoop that ass too. I don't care. Do you, I'm curious, don't, uh, John, uh, I'm curious, do you feel offended that the SEC seems to have kind of left A&M out of these discussions? No, it's a fake butthurt. Gentlemen's agreement BS. I I don't know why. Like, it's football, guys. Let's just play football. I'm kind of the same way. Yeah, I, I, the gentleman's agreement thing is is stupid. But the um, and and somebody brings up a great point that SEC lying isn't great. I, I'm not. That's the part that. I, but let me let me just say I don't know that it's lying. You did tell them at some point. You just talked to everybody else first. You know what? When AJ decided to leave, there were a few of us he told first. Does that mean he was lying to? Oh, I'm not going to mention names. Does that mean you were lying to those no. people? No, that's all it is. Tell people in a certain order. Yeah, that's all this was. Uh, but he also says our, our our leadership has a history of being terrible. A and M leaking the story only validates why we were kept in the dark. That's true. Uh, that's a good point, man. So, well, 
I'll say this as a Texas fan. If you're Aggie, you have to love the fact that you have Jimbo Fisher, a built roster that he is now cultivated into what could be an actual playoff contender, even with four teams, and you're going to get a shot at Texas for the next three, four, five years while Steve Sarkeesian, if he survives, is trying to rebuild and make something when he hasn't proven that he could do anything. Well, here's what I will say. a has got a better coach in Texas right oh, now. Oh, 100%. a ms program, current day, if you said, hey, a ms going to take seven years. When's the last time they played? 2011 even, huh? Was it been 10 years since they played? Or was that 20, yeah. uh, 10, I think. I think it was 10. Since that, since that Justin Tucker No, kick? no. It, uh, it wasn't 2010 because 2010 I started I think it dating. Was. So two years, 2012. Okay. So if you could have said, let's pick the best 10 years, nine or 10 years to take off and then come back and start this thing up again, you couldn't ask for more if you're Aggie fan. Your program is in is in pretty damn good shape right now. Is it? Uh, I mean, it's still lost to Alabama by four touchdowns. Shape, but everybody lost to Alabama last right. year. Let's let's not let's not rub their but nose. But they were in that. a top five team in the country yeah, they, last year. You you could have made a pretty good argument they belonged in over Notre Dame. A lot of people made that argument. I think if, I think well, they if did. They wouldn't have gotten thumped by Alabama. I think you could have made an argument for it. But then we would have had to see that game again, and nobody was looking for that. Yeah, but the the thing is, Notre Dame wasn't exactly going to be on the same field. Of with course, Alabama, they weren't. But but it, you couldn't have asked for a better time to do it because. Texas is resetting again. They've been down. A&M's as high as they've been in a long time since John football. This is the time. Now, how long it lasts is the big question. It, it, listen, I listen, that's the leadership now. They've, they've got money. They can compete with, with, with that stadium they built. They have, you know, one of the better coaches in the country there that they've spent an awful lot of money on. A&M is in a better spot than UT right now. Yep, and 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 just because UT is going to get in the SEC, it doesn't mean they're going to suddenly start recruiting better. They already recruit well; they just don't develop their players. And part of recruiting is, and this is the difference between Alabama, LSU does this really well. When they get five stars, those guys have. I mean, they become five star players. And there's always a few busts. Look how many Texas gets and how many of them turn into actual NFL players in their time at Texas. And that's been a, a coaching problem for a while since Mac left. And can Sark fix that? I don't know. I don't know. But, but, but right now, Jimbo Fisher's into what, year four or five? Yeah. They've certainly got a head start. Exactly. Exactly. I right. will uh, correct because my wife reminded me 20, fall 2011 was the last time okay. they played. That's so that I was thought. the night I proposed. Mm. Or the night before was the night I proposed. You proposed before Justin Tucker made his kick? I proposed at Midnight Yell oh. at Kyle Field. Should have waited for that oh. kick. Were you wearing Aggie gear at the game? No. Were you I at was, that game? I was, yes. You were, you were You were at Yell practice? You were yeah. at the Justin Tucker game. We would go game. to Midnight Yell before every game, and I, I planned it out. I proposed at Midnight Yell the night before because if they won, then, hey, she said yes. That's my win for the weekend. When uh, UT won, hey, she got a diamond on her hand. Mm. She uh, she got her win for the weekend. Mm. I don't know if you're a win. I don't know how I survived getting mm. out of that stadium, but I did. Mm. All right, uh, a lot of you guys want to weigh in on this, so we're gonna we'll we'll push Jim of the day back, and uh, we'll take some phone calls when we come back. You guys stick through the break. It's a blitz on ESPN 97.5, 925.
on ESPN 97.5. You are, you are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. Late hits with Patrick Creighton coming up at 7. The Mets! The Dodgers! Uh, drink of Listen, ages. The Astros are the best hitting team we've ever seen. Ever. I, don't, I don't think I've heard him say that, but... You know, it, it, Best the of- Astros are the 27 Yankees. Reincarnated. Who's Fat Babe Ruth? Jordan Alvarez. Mm. Who's uh, Lou Gehrig? Carlos Correa. Oh, you're, you're saying he's dead next year? Yeah. <laughs> Gone. Uh, let's take some calls on this. Uh, Jerry, you're on the Blitz Go, man. Hey, sports guys. How y'all doing? Sports to you, sir. Good. Thank you for taking my call. Love your show. Um, I just wanted to give a perspective here from the SEC East side. Um, I'm wondering how much it's going to kind of convolute things with having Georgia, Florida, and these other teams here that are kind of still considered good teams but not quite there. How much it's going to convolute that? And uh, also to kind of say this whole move – Makes me sad. I'm a South Carolina alum, and we hang out at the bottom with Vanderbilt as a punching bag. Mm. And I think it's just going to uh, make things worse uh, for us. And um, just wanted to get your take on that. Well, I mean, yeah, for it, it does kind of – you're going from like maybe 12th best program to now 14th best program. Yeah, does it doesn't matter. It, 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 but, yeah, it's not like you're going to be contending anytime soon anyway. But um, – I I think for maybe fans it, like fans of teams like South Carolina, Vanderbilt, maybe it's not as cool. Uh, why not? But you know what will be cool when like if if every ten years you get a home game with Texas or Oklahoma. Well, that's that's that, going to be fun. That's the thing. So would you rather just uh, get your butt kicked by Mississippi or Mississippi State again, or get to see Oklahoma or Texas every yeah. now and then? I, I think it's kind of cool. Texas, Oklahoma, Florida, Alabama, LSU. These are the teams, even A&M, that when they come to your town, it's a big deal. Like, it's a, yeah. it's a big road or a big home game. And they bring a lot of people. Uh, listen, I, I, I love making fun of Oklahoma, the state, but that program and their fans, uh, they're a good fit for the SEC because they travel and they're passionate and they care. Uh, now, Texas fans aren't passionate, let's be honest. They're... Fan base is closer to Pac-12 than SEC. That's fair, but you know, big brand. They do travel. Uh, they're just, you know, they're not gonna. They travel to be seen. Yeah, they're not gonna. They're not gonna ring cowbells on you or anything like that. Uh, they're not gonna get drunk like they do at LSU. Um, you know, they're not. You're not gonna fear for your life when you go there like you do in Arkansas. But they're bring a lot of people. Let's uh, try Shannon. What's up, Shannon? Sports Biatch. Sports to you, sir. So, being an LSU fan, of course I'm for this because I can't wait for the first media day when Coach O 
uh, goes to the table and says, you know, hey, we uh, we got to face those uh, those hookers over there in Texas, and then tries to pronounce and enunciate Oklahoma. I was going to say, I don't think Coach O can say Oklahoma. That Oklahoma, <laughs> it, that, Oklahoma. That's, a, that's a four-syllable word that he'll turn into a two-syllable word. And then, oh, go. Oklahoma. Go Tigers. Just for that presser, I'm in on that, you guys. Go Tigers. <laughs> go Tigers. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like – I like that pod if they do that, and I don't know how they'll rotate who plays who, but I think that A and M, LSU, Mississippi schools one would be, um, that's the most balanced. I mean, the Mississippi schools aren't as good as LSU and A and M, but they're capable of, of years where they are. Like that, if it's Texas, Missouri, Oklahoma, Arkansas. That's almost two free throws for Oklahoma. Yeah. It's like, welcome to the league here. We're going to give you these guys. The only thing we could do better is give you Vanderbilt and South Carolina, but that wouldn't make sense. So if they went to pods, the yeah. SEC network had this. It would be a nine-game conference schedule. You play the other three teams in your pod, of course. Okay. You play two games against each of the other two pods. Okay. So you're leaving out one pod per season. Mm-hmm. And then you host every team at least once every four seasons. Okay, that would work. That, that way, you know, yeah, maybe you lose the Florida LSU every year, but you have it every other year. That makes sense. I'm, I'm, okay, I'm, I'm good with that. I, I pronounce that doable. I think there's ways to make it where you have those special rivalries I, I'm, every year. I'm sure you could keep those crossover well, LSU games. LSU is going to play Florida every year, I yeah, think. I don't think that's LSU's going LSU is going to play Alabama every year. Well, I, but I, I mean, I think as you expand, it, it doesn't. I don't know that you need to do that. I think if you do it like that, you're playing them every two years. I think that's fine. And and you're going to have championship games where they're playing again. Uh, I, I, I think that, you know what, I, I'm, I'm okay with not having them play every year. I know it's tradition, but it was tradition that Oklahoma and Nebraska played every that's year. True. It was tradition that and, Aggie and Texas and played ha- every year. I mean, we did get over, like... Oklahoma, Nebraska, we got over pretty quickly. Yeah, I think, uh, I, well, and that and, was like that was literally maybe one of the two or three biggest rivalries in college football, and no one even talks about that it happened. It, it's fine. Like you, it, there are new rivalries get created. It, it's fine, and and that's the thing. You're not removing these rivalries. You're just you know playing them less often, which isn't a bad thing necessarily, because especially with this 12 team playoff coming, you're not going to want LSU and Alabama playing every year. Not twice. No. So, because that's where you have an opportunity that a team that's safely in as the 12 seed or 10 seed plays in the championship game. Alabama crushes them. Suddenly they're 13. Uh, Dad Life asks, could this open the door to more college games per year? This would eat some confusion with players getting paid. The extra games would serve to generate more revenue to pay the players. I think, and that's a really good question because nobody has, nobody's talked about that yet. But I think we're looking at an expanded season when you get to that 12-team playoff. I mean, you're adding an extra game there for basically six teams, or four, four, eight teams, excuse me. Uh, that'll be some of it, but I could see it getting to be a 14-game schedule. Wouldn't shock me. When you but, throw in a championship game and then the extra round, because now the kids are getting paid. Or maybe we see less of these games against one A schools. And, well, I think you will see that. Like the Big Ten's already got standards now, where yeah. they're they're you know telling teams, hey, you should do this, and I think you'll see a lot less of that. Although you're still you're still if you're Alabama, 
and the Citadel comes in, you're still selling every single ticket. Sure. You're selling a whole bunch of beer, a lot of prostitutes outside the stadium. I mean, it's, you're making all that money, and it doesn't matter. It's, it's a useless game, but people will pay. And, oh, by the way, you're getting paid a whole bunch of money on, you know, ABC, or not ABC, but uh, what is it? It's CBS. It CBS. CBS or SEC Network or whatever to watch you put 70 on Citadel one time a year. All right. Uh, but, but you know, the cool thing about that is you could probably, uh, there's probably some kind of fantasy game you can do there. I don't know. Underdog fantasy. I don't, I'm not sure if they do uh, college football. I don't know. They, they do NFL. Well, they right? do the NFL. And who, I mean, who cares? As long as you get to play. Uh, Underdog fantasy is a really cool app. You can not only do best ball, which is a really easy way to play fantasy football. If you're not into the year-long league, you don't want to set your lineup every week, you, you're pissed off because the guy that you drafted in round 16 blew up and he was on your bench, then best ball is the way for you because you don't have to worry about it. You just draft, and then you forget it for the rest of the year. But they have these parlay games that are so cool. You can pick this guy or this guy. Who's going to score more points? This guy or this guy? Who will have more strikeouts? And you can play up to, to five of those things and hit 20 to one on your payout. Dude, that's a, a low investment for a big payout. A lot of fun. Great deal for our listeners, too. Use the promo code radio when you make your first deposit. You'll get a free $25, which is enough to get you into the best big, or the biggest best ball tournament uh, of the season. Uh, but, guys, this is uh, just a great spot. Terms and conditions apply, of course, but check it out. Underdogfantasy.com or check them out in the App Store. That's underdogfantasy.com. ESPN 97.5.